As of this morning, Canada's new three-digit number for suicide prevention is up and running. Every person in Canada deserves access to crisis support services when and where they need it. And we are providing that lifeline. It is a big uh, thing here across the country because if you are in crisis or you have a loved one in crisis or you're thinking of um, taking your life, you can now text 988. This is part of a whole new three-digit service aimed to help those who are in need at the time. And it will be led by the KMH. They'll coordinate, deliver services alongside a network of about 40 partners. And this thing is going to be funded by the federal government over the next couple of years. It is already in use in the United States. It launched there in 2022. They get about, they got 6.5 million calls. So people are turning to this. My question, I think, off the top would be, how would this work better than a call to 911? Let's find out. Dr. Allison Crawford is the chief medical officer of 988, the suicide crisis helpline, and a psychiatrist at the KMH. Good to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. Good morning, Alex. So I think a lot of people will not maybe know about this program and hearing about it for the first time. And so can you answer that question for me? Like, if I'm in distress or a loved one's in distress or someone is in distress, what's the difference of using this number, 988 versus 911? Right. Well, 988, brand new, launched today, and we are specifically focused on suicide prevention. So anyone who calls or texts the 988 service will uh, connect with a a live responder who is trained in suicide prevention. And uh, I think that focus is is very important and the fact that it's um, an easy-to-access number because of the three digits. Right. And so is the idea um, that the person on the other end of the line is there to talk to, to kind of do assessments over the phone? Or how do you basically make it work or know it's working? Right. So I would say that the the responder on the end of the line, their primary goal is to really connect with and engage with and listen to the person who calls or texts and to understand their unique experience. Uh, they, They also have other tools because they're trained in suicide prevention. They can help that person identify any safety risks. And also their strengths, their strengths for coping and um, help them find a path to safety. What is the crisis point between kind of de-escalation, which I think is probably a big part of this, where you can talk to somebody, maybe, you know, bring things down Mm -hmm. a little bit, um, and then knowing, okay, we can hang up the phone and you're going to go get help or the next, I guess, uh, point is reached. Right. So, yes, absolutely. Helping people to manage their uh, their emotions, uh, recognize and manage their emotions is a key part of, of what responders do, because we know if people are agitated or distressed, um, that that can be a further risk uh, for suicide. So that, that's a big goal. And um, in the vast majority of cases, that's exactly what responders are able to do. And it also, if someone does call or text 988, that's not the only time they can do so. They're also able um, to, to call back. Uh, and, uh, and you can also call or text if you're worried about someone else. Okay. And so is the idea then that this is just a focus on mental health illness versus 911, which you can wait for a long time um, and, and they might not be able to triage that particular matter at the time. So is this a way of taking the calls out of that system and this one's triaged priority right away? We, we, we do believe it will take um, 
calls, uh, divert calls from 911. But absolutely, if someone is in the middle of an attempt to end their life or they need medical attention, 911 is still a very important service. And so would you recommend then the 988 before the 911? Because I, I don't want to cause any confusion of what, what right. someone in crisis should do. I think that that is key. If someone is struggling, if they're struggling with thoughts of suicide or they're worried about somebody, they can call 988. However, if someone has already initiated an attempt to end their life where they need medical attention, then definitely calling 911 is appropriate. All right. And so 988, if someone's on the phone with, you know, one of the people um, getting some help or guidance, um, is it that 988 and those on that end will call police or where where does 911 or the police get brought into it assuming they're right. needed right so if I, I mean we the responder will work with that person uh, and collaborate with them to do everything that both people can do to ensure uh, the person who's called or text texted safety and if uh, if they do have a more immediate or imminent risk where there's danger to themselves or someone else, in rare circumstances, the nine one the 988 responder will contact uh, 911, and they'll stay on the line um, with, with the person who uh, has called or texted. Now, looking to the American uh, program, which launched in 2022, um, they've gotten a lot of calls, 6.5 million. Right. But a study that they've just recently done suggests that this particular line has not reached its full potential. And so there's concern. I guess they had a, about a quarter of a people said that they wouldn't use it again. Where are the shortfalls or have you investigated the shortfalls maybe with the program or what have, what have you learned from the program in the United States as what needs to be done here? Yeah, so we we have learned a lot from the United States. They've been very good partners in in sharing um, their knowledge with us, and I think we've gotten all the benefit from that. I do think Canada is a different context, and we are going to be a learning service as well. And, uh, you know, we want to provide a quality service. We're going to be very interested in what people and call who call or text think about and experience on the service. Most research shows that that this is an effective intervention for people, that people's distress does lessen through that contact and through that that support. In other words, the, the de-escalation can take, I guess, a lot out of it, um, hopefully. Um, yes, but, and, and the contact, the support and the contact with another person. I don't need to tell you, mental health issues are sky high. I don't think we've ever seen kind of numbers, either that or they're just being exposed now. Um, what are some of the resources and supports then that you've got? Because the idea... I mean, the reality is we do need beds and we do need to be able to get people supports, which we are lacking through decades of just not investing in. So are those supports available if someone needs the help? Yeah, so absolutely. We agree that, you know, this couldn't come at a better time for people in Canada. There are a lot of struggles with mental distress uh, and, uh, you know, people need somewhere to reach out to. That's not the whole solution to the mental health crisis in Canada but it is a very, um, I think it's a very needed investment, and hopefully there there will be other investments in different parts of our healthcare system. How much? Um, one, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So I was just going to point out one. So although our goal is suicide prevention, we're not a mental health navigation service, and the meaning, other resource that's, uh, meaning that it's not a place to call to get an appointment right. or to find out, you know, where where to get an appointment uh, to have a a mental health assessment, but um, 
a good resource for people living in Canada is 211. So okay. 211 by phone or 211.ca online can provide those supports as well. What about drug addiction, those kinds of things? I mean, because you're going to, I think, get a lot of, there's going to be confusion until people realize like 911, it's specific for certain things. Uh, how, how much, who will you talk to and not? Like if someone's a drug addict, they're in need, overdosing, and they call you, are you prepared for those kinds of calls too? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone who calls or texts 988 will will get a response and get the help uh, that they need. And uh, we know that suicide, there are lots of factors that can contribute to suicide, mental right. uh, illness, mental distress, substance use. So I, I'm sure we will see um, some of those. And it's a very, it's a non-judgmental space. And uh, we're here to provide support for people. Well, today's a big uh, new day. Certainly there will be a learning curve on this. Getting the message out, I think, will be part of that. So uh, we'll see how this goes, Doctor, and um, certainly hope it is a resource that helps. And we'll uh, check in on it and wish you guys all the best of luck. Thank you so much and um, take care. There you go. That is Dr. Allison Crawford. She's the chief medical officer. And um, they are telling, as of today, if you are in crisis, if you feel suicidal or know someone who is Call 988. So that is a new helpline that'll hopefully help. And we'll see if this, in, uh, you know, in fact does alleviate some of the um, issues we are having because we have a lot dealing with uh, on a very burdened system.